you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Well, her father likes a Terry Sailor. Way hey, roll and go. And we rolled all night and we rolled all day. Uh, Leonard Skinner. Dingleberries and the coral reefers. Spend our money on Sally Brown. Sally Brown. The dreadnoughts. <laughs> this is this I is the last. This is the last over. pirate. Yeah. Month. Yeah. You'll you'll yeah. recognize the next one maybe. Maybe. But also happy pirate month, everybody. Real quick before we get going, um, quick shout out to Yogi for. Uh, uh, let's see here. What did what hey, is image? Tyler, you still have an echo, by the way. Okay, I'll go. I don't know how to fix it. Mute yourself. All right, what's we'll <laughs> Walk me through a baby doll. Hold on, mute yourself. Okay, and now just don't talk for the rest of the episode. Oh, wait, I'm echoing. Dang it, I think it's Mo. It might be through. Is it, is it me? I don't know. Could be me. Mo's got a headset for once. <laughs> yeah is it me it might be it might be uh, it might have been me. oh you're a problem but not this all right all right damn the echo's gonna kill me uh, mo, me? mo are you able to mute yourself yeah, <laughs> don't fall for it <laughs> not talk the episode wait yeah mo is you we're good no we're not good if it's well, I mean, are you able to like yeah. mute and unmute? Yeah, I mean, am I am I echoing now? No, you're not. No. Okay, then I'll just it stay without the headphones. It's fine. All right. All right. Let's see what <laughs> They're cute though, Mo. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wanted to say shout out to Yogi for uh, congratulating us on back-to-back episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> second <of> podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Yogi. All right. Making, making some strides. Yeah. Big accomplishment. I think they can hear you. What's up, Cigar Noise Boys? Dom, Tyler, Mo. Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. Tyler has his face. His face is glowing right now. You're in front of a nice campfire, looks like, but it's in your backyard, so you're not camping. That'd be a bonfire, Dom. Like, yeah, okay. We have we have no gas at the house. No <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on with the gas, but I had plans. To, I worked my shift. I came home to make spaghetti, and the burners wouldn't turn on. Then we tried to turn on the heat, and that wouldn't turn on either. So we have a campfire. Isn't it like eighty degrees by you guys? Um, <laughs> it's sixty-eight. No, now no. it's sixty-two. It's sixty-two now. Mm. Oh. It's going to start raining. <laughs> the light rain expected to start in four minutes and last for 26 minutes. I didn't know that. Tyler, how is Alyssa responding to the podcast and you have headphones on? Do they not work? Or is it only for the mic? Remember, we talked about this. I can hear myself talk through the headphones, but <laughs> the audio plays through my phone. <laughs> I can't get anything. Like you're in the recording I studio. To just go and spend 500 I need a recording studio, yeah. Good idea. So, Tyler, I've seen twice mm-hmm. in a week the Visa Horny teased. Yeah, I feel. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna investigate because I don't know what the what's going on. But when I was in Phoenix, I got a call from Alex, and uh, he told me he uh, they found some wrapper leaf. And that they are going to um, start rolling, start production last week. And our, yeah, last week they, they started production. And I guess they rolled the cigars and, and Alex and Skip have smoked a couple. And uh, so that's what I heard. I'm not going to, um, I'm going to just wait for the bill to come. I'm not going to push my luck, find nothing, <laughs> in 100 of them, or I'm just going to see what happens. Well, put me down for a bundle, T-Bone. I got you. If it means anything, the pics look nice. 
yeah um i love that size uh four five two four by fifty two so damn yeah, excited oh i'm smoking if i uh a uh, Lika Pravada, uh, Feral Flying Pig. Um, after hearing uh, about uh, um, Jew smoking a bunch of Lika Pravadas, I figured I'd hop on the Lika Pravada train. This is like five or seven, five to seven years old, I think. Now, you know, they say that you should smoke those fresh. Yeah, no, I bought it early on. Or, no, not early. I don't know. I just, they just sat around. Me and my dad bought them back when they were super, super rare. And then I just kind of forgot about them. You know what, though, man? I will say about those Ligas back in the day, for me, it was never about chasing how hard they were to get. They were legitimately really good cigars. You know, whether it was the number nine, the T-52, the UF-13, uh, the UF-4 that Casa did. I mean, those were all really, really good cigars. Now, granted, you're talking... 10 years ago now and i haven't smoked one probably since i managed the cigar shop but for me trying to get those cigars was never about the rarity i literally enjoyed smoking them yeah they're, they're good and uh uh i remember seeing those events that costa would have when they released those cigars i think it was on halloween every year it'd be like a lot of people from wisconsin would drive down there it was a big deal uh, i think jd would always come yeah, uh, when Saka left Drew Estate, he has not smoked one Liga Pravada that was made after he left. So he can't ever answer the question if the if the cigars taste different. Okay. Also, allegedly. Oh, why? Why would somebody lie about that? I mean, people lie about a lot of stuff, but something no like comment. that. Plead the fifth. <clears throat> Speaking of Liga, though, Drew Estate, uh, we're having Willie. At an event next month, Willie and Kara. Cool stuff. Is the Miami the best in the Rara SLE line? Is that unanimous, unanimously agreed? That's a, that's a very good cigar. Yeah, that that one that that Herrera Blue is really good too, from what I remember. The Brazilian. Yeah, it's, they still make that. Yeah, I just think the. Miami, I agree with you. Miami is a little bit better. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Good no, cigars. Was that Tyler? That's the one that made that's made at Al Titan. <laughs> yep. Miami, Al Titan, the Titan, the Bronze <laughs> Titan, Al Titan. Yeah, that's great. Now, Dom, you don't smoke in your crib. No, no. Yeah, want to want to stay married? I get it. <clears throat> you uh, so wait. It, does your Wi-Fi not go outside, or are you just it's not warm enough to smoke outside yet? I'm not. I'm not allowed to, because what? my our landlords are connected to our house. I see. Okay. So there's a doorway in between that's always closed and blocked off from both both ends. Mm-hmm. And that's their house, and then this is our side. They said so you couldn't. No, um, the landlady has asthma, and their last tenant was ripping cigarettes. Apparently, oh, so they got evicted. No, they couldn't because of COVID. The laws said you couldn't just kick people out. The ones that live. hmm out of here. So, can you smoke? Like, do you have a yard? They have a a big yard. Yeah, I can't. You can't I've smoke gone... in the yard either. No. Oh, okay. I Can you smoke in your car? I could. I just I've gone on a walk, lit up. I haven't gone on a lunt yet. A what? I, a lunt. It's a walk with a pipe. Terrible name. Yeah, that's. I've never heard that in my life. That's crazy. Let's a lunt. Lunting with the boys. Sounds like no. you're mixing like bad words together. <laughs> kind of. My goal is to do Next, that. You have a street name in Chicago, I think, to Lund. Lund. I forgot the name. There's... <laughs> anyway. Tyler. Sorry. Tyler. Yeah. New Urban Dictionary Lunt. Sure. Maybe there is a secondary meaning. Uh, while you're doing that, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Dave West, 
does all things technology wise, small batch posting does a, does a blind reviews. Tyler, what have you seen recently on small batch that piqued your interest? A uh, lunt, a derogatory term used to refer to a lesbian, commonly Ooh. lesbian with more masculine physical characteristics or mannerism. That I must have, must have missed that on small batch. This is, a, <laughs> this is our sponsored segment, Tyler. What batola is that covering? Uh, a big butchy one. And, uh, uh, drive the Subaru. Um, yeah, I drive a Subaru, Tyler. Oh, what's your... Never mind. Uh, you're a park ranger? Um, or a... <laughs> uh, small batch had this a little fam... Oh, shit. Oh, God. Small bit. We're off the rails here. Small batch had the, uh, a little sampler that had a Cro-Magnon knuckle dragger. It's like a little dog walker coffee break. They should have had the patina precipitation in that bitch, but they didn't. Hmm. I'll be I'll be away for one minute, guys. I got a fire yeah. starting. <laughs> <laughs> the the last blind review was the Valakari Nobility yeah. the Toro. Three box purchase recommendations in one single. Yeah, what dude, that's wild. Like I so I'd seen I'd first seen that brand um at Smokers Abbey Austin. And I was like, oh, I've never heard that. And I'm like, uh and then I saw you guys' blind review and I'm like, damn, I gotta I gotta find out more about this. What factor are those cigars made at? Because I mean listen, all of you got between you, Rich, uh Ted and Ben. I mean, you guys all have great palates, and, and you all smoke really good cigars on a consistent basis. So for three of you to say that's a box purchase cigar, I definitely want to try that. Um, yeah, I know so, I know very little about that company. I know James, right. uh, what's his tag? Exceptional Cigar. He's big into them. Yeah. Buys a lot, pushes them. So I'm sure he would know all about the company, but... They kind of kind of lie low. I haven't checked out their Instagram or anything. Yeah, I, I tried. Uh, it's yeah, it doesn't really say where they're made or anything. It seems like they do a bunch of uh, small batch releases, um, similar to. I don't know. I don't want to compare it to Ezra Zion. Um, is Ezra Zion still around? By the way, they still doing all the. All I think stuff? so. Yeah. I don't know, but um. Yeah, it seems like they release stuff in, in small batch phases from just what I saw on their Instagram, but I couldn't find any information about where they're made or anything like that. I think the guy who owns it or whatever, his name is Nimmer, um, but that's about it. Yeah, he owns a shop, I believe. Oh, okay. I think Ben Lee, it used to be his home shop. I'm, I just asked Ben Lee what factory makes him. Oh, okay. But so yeah, that's he, like uh, with Wyatt Cigars out of... Mardo, Mardro. Oh yeah, yeah. Same Those idea. Guys, uh, my cousin bought their shop mm. in uh, in Laguna. Cool stuff. Oh, that's the end uh, of the segment. Cigar noise. Got to bookend it. Oh, that's... wait a minute. So, question, and I just had a question, but I forgot it. Watching Tyler flail around like a fish out of water maybe it'll come back to me i don't know and your guys's shop experience mm-hmm. have you had the customers put on events themselves i'll give an example okay this upcoming saturday uh employees so myself included and a bunch of the guys there decided on april 1st let's all smoke in april fools by asylum Okay. So everyone, we have eleven guys. We're all gonna be smoking out front. Yes. Your dad nine leave by this. ninety. No, he won't be there, unfortunately. But it's not uh, something no. that's sponsored by the shop or that was planned. You guys any experience no. with that? I've never done that. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Have just... Thoughts on it? Pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, we would do something called Smokeomania, and. <laughs> It, it all started because one of our regulars, uh, well, before I actually started working at, at, at Havana, um, and then he followed me over to Lake Country, but um, he, one day he came in really early, and he he, wa- he was there from open to close till 9 a.m. to midnight, so he could watch the NCAA 
March Madness, and he smoked 13 cigars. So the next year, he invited a bunch of us, and then we all had, and they named the smoke mania and we were there from open to close, and then we got sponsors. We had, I think, Asylum sponsored us one year, mm-hmm. and they gave us cigars, and then people at the shop would see us all there. We'd bring in our own chairs. We had shirts made. And they would like buy us cigars, so we could, and then they buy us like the biggest cigars they could find because we had to smoke as many as we could. Um, and then one time, uh, after the day was over, I puked and I never participated again. That that brings me to something that I discuss with a lot of people too. Um, smoking to smoke versus smoking to enjoy. After a certain number of cigars in a day, I get to the point where I'm I'm smoking, especially when I'm on the road, right? Where I'm just smoking the smoke. Um, where where do you guys? Is there a number for you guys of cigars in a day where you kind of feel a shift from? Yes, I'm enjoying this. Versus, yeah, at this point, I'm just smoking the smoke. I mean, this is like one of the oldest, like first things you learn in economics class is like, you know, the diminishing law of returns or whatever it's called. Right. So like at what point is there a number for you guys during the day of smoking cigars where you're like, yes, I've reached that level where that's is probably as much as I'm going to enjoy. And if I smoke another one, it's just going to be the smoke. Probably four or five for me. I was going to say four, but I also think it depends on what I'm doing in that moment. Sure. If I'm, yeah. if I'm sitting down just watching movies, yeah, then I think three to probably three at okay. max. If right. I'm doing something a little bit more active uh, at the lounge, talking with people, maybe getting some work done, I'd say four or five because I'm being productive. Sure. Yeah, I get that. I think for me, it definitely depends too. If I'm in Nicaragua, I can probably smoke 10 cigars in a day and just be fine. If yeah. I'm on the road visiting shops or doing an event or something, probably five to eight. If I'm not traveling and I'm just home, one to two. And I think that number is so low because of how high it is on the other in the other instances, if that makes sense. Like when we're at PCA or TPE, I, you know, I'll do you know, eight to 10 in a day. Um, and it'll be fine. So I, I'm with you, Dom. I think it is big in, in what you're doing and in the context of it. But also this conversation just makes me think about when I was first getting into cigars and, yeah. you know, that one cigar that was maybe $12 at the time, mm-hmm. but that was it for the week or month. Mm-hmm. It was something special. And it's like, man, can't wait till next month. <clears throat> sure. I don't yeah, I got I got a bu- I got a buddy, a good buddy of mine. He smokes one to two cigars a month. And he tells me I absolutely enjoy the shit out of it. And his one to two cigars is a Patina Connecticut and a Padron 1964 Maduro Lonsdale size or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And I just find that he's like, because I like to do the the ex- extremes right but that's it one to two cigars a month and that's it and he goes i enjoy a month the, yes the absolute shit out of them and i just said i said yeah man but that even before i was in cigars that was just never gonna happen i mean you know on this side of the, the cigar industry right but like even before i was on this side even before i worked retail and it was just pure consumption there was no way I was one cigar. No way. Just I enjoy it too much. Yeah. I enjoy it a lot. I mean, obviously, but now I'm at the point kind of where it's like, I don't smoke as much because I don't like getting the smoke all in my hair, all in my clothes. Oh my God. Uh, here I go again. Gotta yeah. smoke a cigar. So it's like oh, I got we know Tyler, you got a girlfriend now. We get it. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't like the 
how bad it makes my breath. I have it's to in brush my, my teeth. I could honestly say that I've never, <laughs> ever heard a dude say until right now, <laughs> the smell gets in my hair. Well, I've I... never heard that. You are the first person. You don't even have a beard. Huh? I'm growing my beard out now. Mm. All right. <laughs> it gets you... in my hair. <laughs> it does. It's, yeah, it's bro, it gets sticks. in my chest hair. It gets in my ass hair. I mm. mean, I just can't even, I can't even smoke anymore. No, I'm just saying it's, and then, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't. Pick up don't a pipe. Know. No, that's even worse. How is that worse? Because then I look weird. Mm. Tyler, you don't need a pipe to look weird, bud. Oh, got you. All right, guys. Ooh, it's getting a little chewy. <laughs> There's a guy at the lounge. We all look weird. Trust me. I know. There's a guy smoking a they... pipe at the lounge, and he flipped his uh, stem upside down. He had it so it was slanting upward. That's like shooting your gun sideways. I mean, what, why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pipe smokers are, are the weirdest. I used to hang out with a bunch of them. And I used to go to, like, Chicago Pipe Show. I went to the St. Louis Pipe Show twice. And they are some weird dudes. And then I transitioned to cigars. And I transitioned. Are they no, they're it's a lot different. But, yeah. Um, one day I want us I want us to go through and break down the different genres or social strata of cigar smokers. That is one thing that continues to like fascinate the crap out of me. Is is like I work through this industry and, and every year that goes by or whatever just it's always fascinating to me. Do you guys do you guys kind of know what I'm talking about with that? Like you can walk into a shop a shop you haven't been in before look around and feel like okay this is above me or oh i'm not going to be able to connect with these guys at all kind of um that. i sure there are instances that and there is a there is a social strata of cigar smokers that i that exists like that but i will tell you man and and tyler you probably know this as, as well as i do dom i don't know if you've been to as many cigar shops probably as tyler and i have but any cigar shop you go into pretty much is going to have the same type of people. It's mm. going to have the one guy everybody avoids, the one guy that sits on his computer and just doesn't talk to anybody. The one, And it doesn't matter. The freeloader. The what? The freeloader. The freeloader. Yeah. it's Every cigar shop you go to is going to have that same dynamic. And it doesn't even matter where you are in the country. But I, But also, for me, it's more about the different ways people enjoy cigars and what they look for in the cigars that they smoke um and their level of how much they know about cigars versus what they smoke because sometimes i found the people that know the least about cigars smoke some of the most expensive cigars and i've always found that fascinating um and the people that oftentimes could appreciate the cigars the most either don't have the means or um, or choose not to spend the money on ultra premium stuff, let's say, that's been aged and all of that. I just think it's interesting, man. I really do. I sold a High Claire by Foundation to a 22-year-old newbie yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hope he enjoys it. That's a great cigar for any level of your cigar journey, you know. I think so too, as long as he was willing to pay for it, which he was. Yep. Now, Dom, do you guys get a lot of uh do you guys get a lot of tech money that goes goes to your shop? Not a huge amount. It's usually when we have um Generally, the Asian tourists or people who come from China, uh, they end up just, they buy our, we all have one ST DuPont. I almost yep. said Saint again. And they'll buy it and a box of 
whatever we have is our highest price. So, so Dom, I don't know if you meant to do this. We just because I said tech, I wasn't trying to equate it to Asian. So let's just step no. back for a minute here. <laughs> yeah, let's, and uh, <laughs> let's just step back for a minute. And oh, like, and like, are there like those tech guys that are up in Silicon Valley, Mountain View, whatever? We're Google. What cigar shop do those guys go to? Because I'm assuming that a lot of them, or a decent number of them, smoke cigars and probably have a lot of disposable income. Uh, I want to say LG Moscatos. Oh, okay. Lounge. Gotcha. Those are the okay. guys That's behind San Jose, right? Ye Los Gatos, but right next to yeah. San Jose. Yep. Um, what's the name of that brand that they have? Uh, Casa de Sueños or something. Thank you. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Yeah. They have those are nice guys. A, Great guys. More higher end selection. Mm -hmm. Nicer. We lounge. had a guy take us there, and the guy's like, "Yeah, these two have a podcast, and they treat us like kings." We're like. We get two listens, and then they treated us like we were like cigar aficionado. Like, yeah. oh, we got a table for you. Here, try our cigars. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Look at, man. Look at, dude, any exposure, especially as a small brand, is welcome. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, like, Cigar Noise Boys, Sultans, we have a lot of crossover in the people that listen. But you guys have people that listen to Cigar Noise Boys that don't listen to Sultans. And we got guys that listen to Sultans that don't listen to Cigar Noise Boys, even within that. You know, if we think about it as like a Venn diagram type deal, you know? Yes. Really big into those. But, like, dude, it's, yeah, man. I mean, whether you have two listeners or 200 or 2,000, it's all an opportunity, right? Yeah, so. no. And I, I'm actually really glad that you started to come on more because um we are getting consistent and i was getting bored with dom so um i i feel dom, like hopefully you never hear that from your wife it's okay to hear that from tyler oh i won't <clears throat> oh, oh damn okay <laughs> um so i had a couple notes i wanted to get to but let me get my note app real quick and uh okay pod oh shit <laughs> um i thought this was funny so there's a new roma craft hat that they did a limited run of it's a camouflage i believe it's fitted yeah. super dope new era yeah. and it's 45 bucks mm -hmm. and the amount of people that were complaining about it is insane like i just bought that hat from miguel i think that was like yeah. 40 some dollars too and then I went on new. I went on lids.com and the nicer ones are all forty five bucks. It's like, oh yeah, it's not like, up. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not like they bought. It's not. I think people, <sighs> and then somebody commented about how the hat is like free advertising for whoever. It's like oh, free advertising. How many people are going to recognize that sign and ask? Like I've had people ask me what that sign was. Yeah, and then it, but it's not like they went out and said, oh. Oh, now now I know what that logo is. I'm gonna go buy Roma Craft cigars. They're not even cigar smokers. They just like, oh, what kind of? I tell them like, yo, it's a TX, kind of for Texas. But people are, are, I think they're they're thinking of the hats that they get for free at cigar events that are just like the mm -hmm. the four dollar ones they get. Like this is like, yeah, new era camouflage. Like it's a dope ass fucking lid, man. And I should have bought yeah. one. But I was I was slacking. Um, yeah. But, they made like 60 of them and then they sold out and then the people are complaining on there. And the thing is like, I want to comment, but I like, I saw that one guy was from Philadelphia. So I posted a Philadelphia Eagles hat that's 45 bucks. And then I deleted it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to start, but it's like this guy went on the, the Roma craft Facebook page and, and, and um, commented about it, how he's never seen a $45 hat. And then he went on the Weasel Team Six page and also was talking about how expensive the hat was. Like, dude, get a get a hobby, man. Dude, uh, I mean, I, everything's expensive now. Yeah, dude. Even like, I have this thing with like my basic White Sox hat. I always have one fresh, ready to go, unworn. So as soon as the one that I've been wearing is like not crisp anymore, the new one is ready to go. And a basic ass White Sox official new era hat is forty two dollars. Yeah, I mean, that used to be thirty. Like, yeah, it used to be thirty. But I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, but those days are just gone. I mean, 
um, at least for now. So it's not yeah. like they, it's not like Sean ordered the hat and they, Sean paid five dollars for it and they're gonna make forty bucks <laughs> on it. That's yeah. what they cost. That that is uh, you know, it's always tricky, man. Like that's why, like for me, I've decided for now at least just to keep all my swag for event only. Um, definitely have thought about trying to sell some of it because I get people asking all the time. But uh, yeah, man, especially if you're doing new era, which all like all patinas hats are, um, yeah. it's expensive, no doubt about it. But yeah. you know, the, the well, stuff that you use for your swag also speaks about your brand too. Exactly, and yeah. it's like, uh, man, it's yeah, and it's like most of the cigars Roman Craft have are in that eight to. 12 12 like neanderthal is 12 you know the le's will be more expensive obviously because they're limited runs and and then they're really intricate boxes and they're labor intensive so they're going to be you know 15 bucks or whatever um but man it's not like every cigar now coming out like i'm looking at those taas transition to taa cigars man they're all 15 to 25 bucks like uh, I saw LFD coming out with a new one. It's twenty five ninety five or whatever. It looks dope. Yeah. But I can't believe how many TAA cigars are coming out, and a lot of them sit on the shelf all year. Yeah. Uh, I think the ones that sell out quick are the Tatuai, the Crown Head, the uh, Padrone usually sells out right away. <laughs> LFD most of the time. Crown Heads and. Eh. Um, but, uh, it's like, you got like Christoph TAA, Villiger, La Polina, um, Zycar is coming out with one, a uh, cutter, um, Boveda is coming out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, it's like every cigar comes, there's 40 manufacturers in that group. Uh, like when is it, when does it end? I mean, there's her clots has one. And I thought, here's the thing. I thought you had to be around for a certain amount of time. And her clots is already in the TAA. This brand's two years old. So maybe because they're like, oh, well, you worked in that Sherman for all those years. Yeah, maybe we're, been, gonna, uh, we're gonna factor I mean, that into her, her, her clots is on a different level though, man. I think the level of respect that he has throughout the industry, um, I think that kind of puts him on a different level a little bit. Cause he's been around forever. Yeah. But but um, um yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know too much about the TAA stuff. I do know that new cutter is pretty badass, though. I really like it. It reminds no, me of the it. old uh, University of Illinois logo. When are when are these shops going to go woke and get rid of the cigar Indian in the shops? <laughs> that I, I couldn't answer you, Todd. We Brandon, had some listeners stuff, didn't we? Yeah, Brandon, bring the pain. Asked about the TAAs, which we were mm-hmm. looking forward to. Yeah, I don't even For know. Me, that's why LFD. My yeah, shop's not a TA, so none. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think Metro's TAA in Wisconsin, and then Tasting Room, I believe, is TAA as well. Mm. So. Oh, then I misspoke because yesterday on the Sultan's podcast, I said that I don't think I'm in any TAA shops. That if, I, if Tasting Room is a TAA shop, I am in Tasting Room. So. I guess uh, I, I two intentionally. Guys. Two guys here. Yeah. Uh, small bag used to be in TAA. Mm. Or uh, Maximar, sorry. Yeah. Tron asked why there are so many thesauruses on the picture I post oh. on Instagram mm. for the class so that they don't have to fight over one. Mm-hmm. But also, it's for all the classes, but since I have to go to each class. Maybe I have more. I don't know. Uh, V-Cut, everything Richie says, is Mo back on? Well, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Can we make yeah. him a permanent guest? And when are those Annie's dropping? Uh, yeah. So I will smoke another one tomorrow. Uh, and... Depending how that goes, it'll either be 
the 31st as originally planned or it'll be the following week. Have you done any new situational smoking? Uh, just cold yesterday. Or no, not yet. Uh, last week. Uh, windows down in the car, but in the garage, but the garage was still about 40 degrees. Damn. So it's still it's pretty cold. Yeah, I wanted to see. Still burned like a champ. Um, you know, flavors are almost where I want them to be. Uh, but yeah. Nate Foundation says, "Whatever happened to Criollo '98?" Nate, I think you don't listen, but I think more importantly, what happened to that that Maduro that Agonorsa was growing, and then I haven't seen him use it again since. Who used it? Uh, they used it on the. Supremely? No, that's Corojo. Uh, Do you call it a Maduro? Yeah, they <laughs> called it a Maduro. They called it a Sun. Is Criollo 98 the one that uh, Illusione uses a lot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think like the, the, the original Pan Caliente from Rainier, that was Criollo 98. Well, Some okay. of the viajes I like were Criollo 98. That was a big Agonorsa one. Let me look mm-hmm. up that Agonorsa Maduro because I haven't seen them use that in a long time. Um, it's a Corojo Maduro. Uh, I forgot who used it, what brand, but it wasn't very good. Uh, I can't I can't remember what it was. I think it was a signature. Was it the signature Maduro? Yeah, it was on that signature with a silver foil. It just didn't it didn't work. So oh, okay. I haven't seen them use it since, but uh, I think they're back to the all the Maderos are San Andreas, except for the one they made for Rainier that one time. The the broadleaf was the only broadleaf they ever used, and Rainier had to go buy it himself. Yeah. El Dandy Cubano says, When do I get to appear on the podcast? I'm really awesome according to my mom. Mm. Hey, happy birthday yeah, was it his birthday, birthday or his wife's birthday his birthday happy birthday yeah happy birthday old dandy yeah good dude we yeah, should get him on you listen to this send me a message uh i want to send some stuff your way as a thank you for getting us into uh old grapevine cool three more questions from him community cutters should you use them because people slobber before cutting? I do not. Same. Especially post-COVID. Like I, I mean, I'm not against using... Would you use your fingernail if you had to, if you were in a tight place, or would you use your teeth? Both. Either one. I hate using my teeth. I hate how it feels in my teeth. Yeah, I'm a texture guy. Okay, Mister Smoking My Hair. I'm a texture guy. Tyler, you're never living that shit down, pal. I'll tell you that much right now, dude. I don't like, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm weird when it comes to like static electricity. When my hair gets really flat, I have to lotion up my legs because my hair will stick to the pants. Like I, and there's certain foods I don't eat. I'm a texture guy. I'm, I'm weird. I get it. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I turned my camera off. Oh, you can see me a little bit. But yeah, I'm a. I think I have a form of autism. I got I do I'm on the spectrum. Sort of, Tyler, you do not have autism. Okay. ADHD. I have sensory issues. <laughs> Last two questions. <laughs> uh, what's the best cigar you smoked this week? Damn. I had a Lawless by BLTC. Super good. Super good. Stop. <laughs> that sounded so dumb. Super fucking good. Well, you said it. I know, but I didn't think I sounded Love like it. that. I'm I'm glad oh. he just mirrored me, but sometimes you gotta hear it back, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I had the Lawless. Come it was on. tasty. Come on. <laughs> it was smoking delicious. Real well. Smoking real good. Smoking, smoking really good. Yeah. <laughs> Set him down for a nap. <laughs> yeah. 
Smoking really good. Yeah. Uh oh man. Uh, let me think. Mo, you go. What something you smoke? I really, you know, um, man, I really haven't. The last two cigars I smoked were cigars I was giving feedback on the factory to. So uh, tough to say. Big time. Yeah, big time. You know it. <laughs> um, but other than that, I really haven't smoked much else besides Patina recently. I just haven't had as much time to really smoke. I smoked a Alec Bradley double broadleaf. No, oh, how was that? It was Tatawahe esque, in my opinion. Nice. So is yeah. it there? Yeah. Um, it was good. Um, and then I smoked. Uh, there's something else that I kind of liked. Uh, uh, per your comments from last week, did you mean my father esque instead of Tatawahe esque? Uh, yeah, my father asked. No, no, Tatawahe. Right. They do taste a lot different. I agree. Now that I'm thinking about it, because it's like I had a judge in. I love the judge. That's a great my father's cigar. I had that, that out in Arizona. Um, but uh, yeah, Tatawahe. It's more like. Hard to explain, but my father feels more nuance in Tatuaje. Just say boutique. You're wanting to say it. Boutique? No, it's just more like <laughs> hitting you over the head with like earth and like. But I like that. I mean, um, I find my father's to be a lot more peppery. That signature, you know. Yeah, peppery note that. Is in a lot of their cigars. Pepin Some pepper. reason the judge didn't give me that. The judge was really smooth. I got a Brandon yeah. gave me a couple of the of the the uh Florida Las Antillas anniversary. And I guess I yeah. smoked one. It was really good. Yeah. And I smoked the other one. Um but I mean they make phenomenal cigars. I mean Yeah, I, they do, and the price point's great on them. I gotta yeah. make it to I, I feel bad. I haven't been to Habana House or Smokers Abbey or Cigar Vault. I haven't even been to Pipe World out here. Since I moved down here, I gotta start hitting up some shops again. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just smoking in my truck. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Fuck, I forgot. Um, <laughs> my father asked. Totally. Oh, you know what I didn't like? This is I know we weren't asked what I didn't like. I tried the, I love, he's one of the best people in the industry, Rick Rodriguez. I did not like the West Tampa uh, uh, Maduro, or I think it was a Maduro, the dark wrapper. He didn't blend that one. That one was already done before he left General, but. Um, did you say he was one of the best guys in the industry? Yeah, I think Rick Rodriguez is, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, you know what I had that surprisingly I really liked? The the first half of it, I mean, the uh the small batch exclusive warped one they did uh I don't think Jake Lampert, I don't know what the name was. What's his what's his name? His What? Oh, he has a cigar, oh. it's like two names. Let me look it up. It's gonna drive me crazy. Felipe Patrono? Uh, no. Uh, it's a small batch exclusive. Is it the Felipe Gregorio or something like that? No, it's made by, Warp. Cloud yeah. made by Warp. Cloudhopper? I don't know. Warp, small batch. It's like Noir or... <clears throat> Give me one sec. Miro Rojo? Uh, no. No idea. All right, I'll find it in one second here. I will say one cigar I do want to try, um, and this probably isn't a lot of on a not on a lot of people's radars who listen to this podcast, but I do want to try that Grand Habano that's made at the Davidoff factory. I'm curious to see how that smokes. Vice versa for me. Not not actually. Um, 
Fratello made a cigar that can be smoked both ways. Oh, it's supposed to be Jason Dumont. No, Jason Dumont. I remember that, Tyler. Yeah. Oh, the Red Band. Yes. That was when they were fresh, they were not good. No, I don't know one guy who bought like 10 bundles of them. The guy out in Salt Lake City, uh, he, he he runs Cigar Syndicate. Um, Good night. A Mook House friend. Great guy. Mook House is a he, fucking legend, man. Yeah, he is. Last question from El Dandy. Analogy segment is back. If Captain Crunch were a cigar, what cigar would he be? Hmm. You know, sometimes when you get those cereal-like flavors from cigars, they can remind you, and if they have a little bit of sweetness to them, they can kind of remind you of a Captain Crunch or a Frosted Flakes or something like that. Definitely, I get anything cornflakes. Yeah. Uh, it would be, because it, it destroys your roof, right? Your mouth, the Captain Crunch? Does it? Not, not, I think so. Not, not for me, but maybe. Uh, if you look it up, it's a thing. It... it it will wreck your your top the roof of your mouth. Um, I, I also haven't had Captain Crunch in probably over a decade. So There's me that. either. I'm not a cereal, I'm not a cereal guy. Um, but it would be something that would wreck my palate. Like I, I smoked the Stillwater Stillwell from Saka, and that was the, the it's got the pipe tobacco. I think I smoked it too fast. I got pipe tongue. And it, it what is pipe tongue? When you smoke an aromatic too fast, and it destroys oh. your mouth. Oh, okay. So, that's my Captain Crunch. And I'm not saying the cigar gave it to me because I think I smoked it too fast. Not because of anything with the cigar, but pipe tobacco will do that if you smoke it too fast. So, mm-hmm. don't at me, people. I'm going to go with the Diamond Crown. I feel like the colors on that band kind of look like the colors of the cereal. Hmm. Goldish yellow, red, and blue. Mm-hmm. Thank you for other questions and comments. Actually, I have a question uh, that we got for the Sultans, but it was too late. So let me see if I could find it. Um, and it was by Irisat Yohan. Uh, that's his name on Instagram. Or Corojo Reserva. He said, what are the, in quotes... Cigar makers, cigars, blends that industry insiders secretly keep coming back to slash publicly smoke that is outside of their own. Like Saka going to Don Carlos when he wants a Cameroon, Skip going to Padron 1926s when he needs to recalibrate his palate, My Cigar Packs Alexander Berezowski's dad going to Patina, Connecticut's just because. Um, I'll, I'll start that off. I will say if I'm in the mood for like a Connecticut broadleaf or whatever, I'll go Tatawahe. Which um, one? Cajon the 2012 usually. Okay, the, the box press Toro? Yep, yep. Um, or 7th Reserva broadleaf. Those are fantastic. Um, and every couple months, I will definitely be in the mood for like a Padron. And 1926 Maduro doesn't really matter on the size. Usually the 40... Uh, five years, my favorite though, on that. For me, Patina, Connecticut, Churchill, or the Neanderthal. I know I've smoked so many of them. I know what they taste like. Um. Yeah. I get a candela itch. It's a real quick. It's, it's weird because, so there's a few cigars that I've. I've been gifted a ton of by certain companies, kind of like TPE. Mm-hmm. They're, they're cleaning their booth out and they just give me like 50 cigars of one brand. Or I had another friend give me 100 cigars of one brand or one single skew of this brand. And they're good cigars, but like I can never smoke one again. And I've been like kind of giving away to people when they ask for a cigar. I'm like, oh, here, try this one. And mm-hmm. I, I give them away and it's like, but it's weird, but like, like the Roma Craft, Roma Crafts and the Patinas, like I can smoke all day, but some of these other ones are good cigars, but you just get sick of it, eating it. Like I know like Dan from Surrogates, he won't eat um, chicken breast anymore because when he was a bodybuilder, all he ate was like boiled chicken. 
Mm-hmm. So you can like never, and my mom growing up, she, she grew up pretty poor and they had mac and cheese all the time. So she can never eat, she never eats mac and cheese anymore. Mm-hmm. Gotta um, diversify. But yeah. it's weird, but there's some stuff that I know guys who come to the shop and they smoke the same thing every single day, every single day. And there's some brands I can smoke every single day, but there's some brands I can't, even though I liked the other brand at one point, mm-hmm. I don't like them anymore. I don't know. It's weird. That's not weird. That's normal. I think if okay. I think for most people, if they were to go through their humidors and if they've aged anything or had it for a long time, you can kind of look at your journey uh, with the cigars that you smoke or that you've liked over time. And you look that and I mean, there's some stuff in my humidor I'll look at and I'll be like, man, I would not smoke that today. But I, man, I used to love it back in 2018. Right. Or whatever. Like if you could smoke. If you had to smoke three cigars a day, mm-hmm. every single day, like what three would they be? Is that is that too hard of a question to ask off the off the rip? Well, I think it's different if you had to smoke three versus if you chose to smoke the same three. If you only smoke three, no, I'm saying like if I'm choosing to smoke the same cigar every single day, it's become a routine that's part of what I consider normal. So if mm-hmm. I don't have that cigar, I'm going to feel worse that day. Like if right. I don't brush my teeth first thing in the morning, I feel like something's off. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you... How many times do you guys brush your teeth a day? Two. How many times do I brush my teeth a day? Twice. All right, just checking. Um, so if I had to pick three cigars to smoke... Every day, it would be the Patina Connecticut Churchill, the Neanderthal HN, and a Padron 80th anniversary Maduro. So I'm going medium, yeah. strong, stronger are kind of like my three. <laughs> I, I wish I could do four and throw like a Habano in there or a, a lighter Maduro, like a... a yeah, I don't know what what would you guys have three you would pick? Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm going Patina Maduro Double Toro, Toro Tabernacle, and Neanderthal HN. Wow, you guys, you realize if you're smoking those every day, just though your your palate is going to. <laughs> I mean, you got it. I don't know. Start man. morning and morning coffee, patina, and two strong ass cigars. Well, no, because if I thought about switching it up, so having like two full and one mild. Yeah. But if that mild isn't my favorite, if I would prefer the stronger, no, I, I would it. just switch yeah. up the order that I smoke those every day. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think it would be an order thing, right? Yeah. I would try to sneak the natural padrone in there and be like, oh, I didn't know it was a natural one. I kind of like cheat a little bit because I always got to cheat. <laughs> Oh, I grabbed the natural. You my made bad. this game up. <laughs> yeah, and there are no rules. Yeah. You're like the government. Yeah. All right, boys. Now, guys, hitting an hour. Sorry, Mo. Atabay. Yeah, Atabay yeah, is is a great cigar. But here, look at. You guys are forgetting something extremely important. I know this is not the time or place or the people to discuss this with. But baseball, baseball season is starting in two days, regular season. And I oh, just shit. want to wish everybody a happy opening day because I love baseball season. So. I was – so uh, the Brewers just optioned out their number seven – their 2017 or 2019 first-round pick, Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Herrera or whatever, Herrera, like their number one prospect, and he's he strikes out way too much. So yeah, I went yeah. through, and I'm looking at, like, every first-round pick the Brewers have had since, like, <laughs> their first. And it's like, I'm fucking old because I'm looking at these guys from the 1995s, and they were coming up, and they were, we were, yeah. like, they were big, and they just never made it. And it's like, hmm. I don't even know any of the, I don't know this Brewer team anymore. I haven't known these Brewers in seven years probably. Like, I used to watch yeah. almost every fucking Brewer game. I used to watch every Bucks game. I used yeah. to watch every Packer game. 
Well, I can't remember I mean, last time I sat down and watched a whole Packer game. In all fairness, they're not local anymore, so it's probably harder now. Well, it's yeah. it's um it just seems like the older you get, the less time you have, even though you have more like freedom and shit, you just don't have any time to do anything. I think it's just about what you want to do. I mean, I don't watch a ton of TV, but when I do, it's typically um, Chicago sports teams. But I, yeah. I don't know. And it's a lot easier but to follow it- a sport if it's on in your place of work. So yeah. you're not just using your time just to watch sports. You're actually working and watching yep. sports at the same time. Yeah. I want to do a, a segment where we do like a day in the life of Mo, a brand owner of a cigar. A, uh, a, I want to know like a night what Dom does at the shop in one night, like break it down. Like, you know, it'd be, it'd be curious. Like that was probably a good question. We should have asked Alex about what he does in Nicaragua. What's his day to day life for him being in living full time in Esteli. Yeah. We'll get yep. him on again. We'll get Alex from my cigar pack on. He's great. Oh, I met him for the first time. He's a dope ass dude. You yeah, said that last week, from... Tyler. Nice. Good job. Well, maybe he'll listen and say, "Hey, Tyler's a pretty cool dude too." He talks about me. He's yep. he was showing me about New Balances. I might have to cop a pair. Yeah, New Balances are catching back on, man, for sure. But I got. I'm on a spending stoppage because I got to pay for these cigars. Yep. And uh, yeah. Hey, next time before we podcast, I'm going to post a story. It's going to be a Venn diagram, us three, and there'll be a C. A, B, C, D. There'll be three spots to fill in. We'll see. have some listeners fill those in. All right. Anything else? Listen to Salton. I did an episode. I listened to it at work this morning. It was good to hear everybody. Uh, yep. It got a little dark there for a minute when Drew talked about how he would he understands how some people would <laughs> drown their kids in the tub. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, he didn't say drown kids, but uh, I remember being a kid, and then my mom was telling me that this this mother had drowned her three kids in the tub. I don't know why she was telling me this. I was way too young. I don't know if it was a threat to be good, but <laughs> she told me about the story. It didn't fucking work. No, definitely not. But <laughs> I've thought about it where, like, I've been, like, with an animal before, and they wouldn't listen to me. And I'm like, I get an urge right when I shake them. Oh my so I goodness. can see, like, I mean, not like a real urge. It's like 5% of me. Yeah, I, pr- I probably wouldn't say this in front of Alyssa. <laughs> and my dog. Inner dog. Yeah, right here. yeah. Or any potential children that you guys may have together. There's a uh, name no. for that feeling when something's so cute you want to squeeze it. Yes. Cute aggression. Yes. I think that's yeah, it. That, that's different though. Yeah. I always yeah. found it interesting yeah. to see how people act around like a miniature person. Like I went to high school with a guy who was like five four. And just like watching people, like they grab them and pick them up and shit. It's like this guy's sixteen years old. Why are you picking him up? <laughs> you know, it's like just remember, Napoleon was like five foot three and conquered damn near half the world. So when I worked at a nightclub, there were two <laughs> little people who showed up on the same night, and they were in different parties, and they were just dancing on the floor in their own group. together. No, in their own groups. It was just like. Do you think one of them went up to him and said, hey, this is my thing. You got to leave. <laughs> Find your own club. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> There's only room for one of us. <laughs> Dude, that was a Pete. Wasn't that a uh, Kenan and Pete? Or what are those guys' names? So, they did a <laughs> they like <clears throat> Yeah. Which was fucking hilarious. Oh, man. I was watching this uh, video. It was... um. Uh, Appeal, uh, no key, the one that's not like a a director, the 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 other one, the thinner guy. Yeah, he was 
he was uh, interviewing The Rock in Exhibit, <laughs> and it was, I'll have to send you it, it was a TikTok I saw, and it was fucking hilarious, like his whole thing, he kept saying he's got to take things to another level, that was like his catch, but it was the funniest interview, it was, yeah, The Rock in Exhibit, and it was hilarious, like, those guys yeah. are fucking funny, it's crazy to see what the movies that Jordan Peele comes out with, like, they're like, they're not, like, comedies, they're like, right, uh, Thriller, thriller, like stuff on about society and and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I saw Megan the other night. I rented that movie. Megan the, uh, okay. it's like Chucky. So that uh, they create this like doll, and it's supposed to be like somebody's best friend, and mm. then the doll starts killing people. Wonderful. It's it's a pretty good. It's like a little. It was a little. Uh, um, like surprise hit at the theater, but I rented it for five ninety nine. It was worth the view. Um, and anybody see John Wick four yet? No, do not tell me about John Wick four, please. No, I haven't seen it either. Uh, Shazam came out last week. I didn't see Shazam, and then uh, this week Dungeons and Dragons comes out with Chris Pine, uh, the dude from. All right, thanks, Cisco and Ebert. The dude from uh, Brighton. Oh, what the fuck with the Netflix? Never mind. The only film I care about this year is Oppenheimer by Christopher Nolan. Mm. Mm. Who's acting in that? I forgot. Everybody. Um, Cillian. No. Cillian. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's such a good. He's man. the main Peaky dude. Blinders. Shit. The Peaky Blinders. That's a great show. Oh, so uh, there's a is. guy. There's a guy. There's this guy at work. He wears Skechers shoes. He wears those little taxi caps that I think uh, those little like like Samuel Jackson used to wear those Kangle hats. He's yeah. got the fattest sideburns ever. And the other day he was wearing these sunglasses that look like uh, what was fuck? Like, why can't I think of it? It was fucking hilarious. You ever um, like the steam steampunk glasses and we were on these headsets because when we push the planes out we got to be in communication so we don't hit anything and the one guy's like hey man i like your glasses uh uh where'd you get those from and i'm and the guy's like oh he forgot what he said and i said man don't lie to him those glasses are ugly and he's like no i really like them i'm like i'm just kidding you can't make jokes anymore but these glasses they're like steampunk glasses they're like what are you wearing those for bro <laughs> and then the guy didn't say anything the, uh the, the guy said who gives a confidence that no, I actually do like them. And the other guy who was wearing them ignored me. Probably for the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those steampunk. I'll just show a picture of the steampunk glasses. That's my story. Thanks, cool. Tyler. John Wick 4. John Wick 4. Last question. Last question. You go to a movie, what do you get from the, the concession store? No, popcorn and pop. What kind of pop? Pepsi, Coke? Coke. Coke. I don't do Pepsi. All right, big time. <laughs> Dom. I don't get anything. Is it a money situation? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've grabbed a beer before, but A, I'll either need to take a piss like an old man halfway through, or B, I don't enjoy films <laughs> when I'm drinking. Unless it's just for visuals and it's not something I have to actively been, be thinking about. Just not as uh, as good for me. Um, I cannot not eat popcorn at a movie theater. I tried a few times. It's miserable. Yeah. Um, me and my dad saw the uh, the movie about Jesus Christ that Mel Gibson directed. Mm-hmm. And I told my teacher we went and saw it, and my teacher's like, "Did you eat popcorn?" I'm like, "Of course I did." <laughs> like, so you're watching, you're eating popcorn as Jesus Christ is getting crucified in the crowd or whatever. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a movie, but it's always tough not to get the pretzel bites and the cheese. It's always a tough choice, but the popcorn is the way to go. And yeah, I mean, gotta um, douse that sun bitch in butter, salt, yeah. shake it right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then my last, I got one more story real quick because the list is here. I want to tell the story. So 
there's a there's a theater here called the Alamo, and it's like a super famous theater. It's like for for nerds to go to. And I went with my 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 uh, buddy at work. He was a big time nerd, movie nerd like me, and he has like he probably has a hundred of these like limited edition posters that are signed by directors and artists. Mm-hmm. They're worth like thousands of dollars. So he's yeah. a big time movie guy. He's like, okay, just see so you no know, Tyler. He's like, you just moved to Austin. We're going to the Alamo Draft House, okay? I'm like, all right, yeah, it's a movie theater. So big fucking do. He's like, just so you know, they're really strict about talking during the movie. You can't have your phone out. You can't say one word to me once the movie starts. So he like, he like, I was like scared straight, like on this thing. So me and Alyssa go see Avatar, and something happened. She started cheering, and I sh- I shushed her, <laughs> and then she kept talking. She's like. What are they gonna do? I'm like, kick us out. Like, they're really strict here. She's like, <laughs> she just like kept cheering, <laughs> and I'm like, I was embarrassed, but we did not get kicked out. <laughs> but he, yeah, he scared me, man. But look it up, Alamo. They're like a famous, like, um, a famous theater. But that's my story. Hey, Sorry, it's not. Wow, uh, your cigar what, didn't go out that whole time. No, what? <laughs> what theaters do you have, Dom? Stop. We're. Ugh, I don't go to the yeah. theater anymore. Guys, Mo, Mo's we'll got to go. Yeah, All thank right, you, guys, Mo. Me too. Right. Later, guys. Rock and roll. Keep those cigars on ice. Yeah.